Yo, today's QOD is mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. Here we go. of the day show i'm your host sean croxton of SeanCroxton.com. we've got the head football coach at the university of alabama nick saban on the show and today coach saban is going to reveal what it takes to win because if there's anything about nick saban is that he is a winner and you know what's a trip this kind of goes back to what dr Martini was talking about yesterday people despise nick saban Many people despise Nick Saban. Why? Because he's a winner. Like, to me, that makes no sense. It never really computed to me, like, why you would not like somebody because they win. You know, like, how can you ever expect to be a winner yourself if you don't like winners? It doesn't make sense. If you ask people, like, why don't you like Coach Saban? They'll say, because he gets all the best players. And I go, well, that's what successful people do. They're really good at relationships, at building relationships. And in order to be a great football recruiter, you have to be excellent at building relationships. And that's why the families of the the players and the players themselves want to be at that school and learn from Nick Saban. It's relationships. Oh, I don't like him because he gets all of the best uh, assistant coaches. I go, well, that's what successful people do. They surround themselves with other smart people. I don't understand what's wrong with this. I don't get it. That's a mindset. That's what Nick Saban talks about today. It's mindset. Winning is all about mindset. It's applying principles in real life. And when you apply those principles, the results are wins. And it's evident in the success that he's had. Here's Coach Saban. But, you know, what I wanted to talk about tonight is really more to the young people in the crowd. And I always get asked a question, probably more often than anything else. What does it take to win? Good game plan, good preparation, good system on offense and defense, ability to adapt and adjust during the game. But you know what my answer always is? It's mindset. It's how you think. It's the vision that you have for what you want to accomplish. You know, some people want to climb Mount Everest. That's their vision. Someone else like Michael Johnson would spend a thousand hours taking one-tenth of a second off his 400-meter time so he could win two gold medals, the 200 and the 400, instead of one. But whatever your vision is, and you know, we have two sets of eyes. We have the eyes that see everything that happens, and we have the eyes of the soul. which is really what's important to us, what we want to accomplish and what we want to do and what our vision is. And once you have that, then you have to be committed to a process, which is the things that you have to do to be successful at whatever that vision is. It can be something as simple as, I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, it's easy to find a defined process of what you have to do to do that. It's not difficult to find. But the third thing and the, the thing that most people struggle with most is you have to have the discipline to execute. 
day in and day out. Most people have a vision. They can define what it takes to accomplish the vision, but can they execute it? Do they have the di discipline to make the right decisions? And what is discipline? And what you're supposed to do, when you're supposed to do it, the way it's supposed to get done. But more specifically for all of us, and I think what I use with the players so that they can relate to it, is I have this little thing over here that I know I'm supposed to do, but I really don't want to do it. Can you make yourself do it? Then I have this little thing over here that I know I'm not supposed to do, but I want to do it. Can you keep yourself from doing it? Now, these decisions we can relate to, all of us, because we probably make a hundred of those every day. And those choices and decisions certainly determine whether we can stay committed to a process that's going to help us accomplish the vision that we have. So your mindset is very, very important. And once you can do all those things, can you stay focused on the process or will you get overcome by the circumstances? Can you stay focused on the vision or will you get overcome by the circumstances? Maybe you've seen it, I hope you have, but a few years ago when Chuck Pagano, the coach of the Indianapolis Colts, who's a good friend of mine, got diagnosed with cancer, actually couldn't coach during the season, uh, the team went on and got in the playoffs and he did the locker room speech uh, where he talked about vision and circumstance. And he says, my vision is, is that I can see my daughters grow up and I can dance at their wedding. My circumstance is I have cancer. I think that's the greatest example of what I'm talking about. Now we go out to practice and we're playing for a championship and it's cold outside and all anybody can focus on is the circumstance of the weather. This is what I'm talking about, simple things. Can you stay focused on the things that are gonna help you accomplish what you wanna do? And to me, that is the most difficult thing to get young people, especially, to do today. And then what about getting people to work together, together? You know, you really have to have, and I learned this from Bill Belichick, you really have to define exactly what the expectation is of everybody in your organization and everybody on your team and what the standard is. Because if you don't do that, people don't know exactly what's expected of them. But once it is defined, you have to hold everybody accountable to that because mediocre people don't like high achievers and high achievers don't like mediocre people. And if you let those things coexist in your organization, you're never going to have any kind of team chemistry. And it takes a lot of leadership. And you know, what is leadership? First of all, be someone that somebody wants to emulate. Set a good example. And you cannot be a good leader if you don't care about other people because you have to be willing to listen. And just listen for three things. And I say feel, felt, found. I know how you feel. I felt that way before. Here's what I found out. If you just do that for somebody, you will help them so much. And to serve someone else, you have to care. And you can't be a good leader if you're not willing to serve other people. And you know, a good way to just take a little inventory of this, and I always say this, is how do you pray? Do you pray to be blessed? Or do you pray to be a blessing? You know, someone else has to bless you. You can be a blessing every day in everything that you do, but it's really gonna be about serving other people. 
that really makes you special. And you know, one thing that I'm really proud of this year is I think our team, you know, sort of epitomizes all this stuff that I'm talking about right now because there was a commitment to a common goal. Everybody had a, a, a common spirit in how they went about that goal and a common commitment to the standard of that goal. And our team overcame tremendous adversity. They improved throughout the year. And, and I think if you use our team as an example and you use some of these same things, some of the problems that we have that I read about on a daily basis in our country probably could be solved if people just made a commitment to a common goal and they were together in spirit and how they wanted to attack that. And I'm really proud of the fact that we have a tremendous example on our team this year, and I don't even know if people recognize it, is in resiliency, Blake Sims. You know, Blake Sims is a fifth-year senior. He's an African-American quarterback at the University of Alabama. No one ever thought he could play quarterback for Alabama. He got moved to running back. He ran the scout team for four years. Scout team. Scout team quarterback, scout team running back. Only did he get to be the second team quarterback last year when the second team quarterback decided to transfer because he didn't think he was going to play. This guy worked so hard to overcome adversity. After we had the spring game this year, I had a 10-year-old kid come up to me and say, Coach, if Blake Sims is our quarterback, we will not win a game next year. True. Made me scratch my head a little bit. <laughs> but now we're talking about a guy that's led his team to the SEC championship, just got voted by his teammates, and it wasn't even a close margin, the most inspirational player on his team. And because of his inability to pass the ball effectively, that's why nobody thought he'd ever be the quarterback at the University of Alabama. He just broke every single season passing record in the history of the school. And he led an offense. And he led an offense that got gained the most yards of any offensive team in the history of Alabama football. This is for a guy that no one thought could play. The 10-year-old didn't think could win a game because the guy worked and overcame every deficiency that he had in a way that I've never seen over a five-year period. And I think it's a tremendous sort of lesson for all of us, all right, that, that vision I talked about, that process that I talked about, the discipline, staying focused on your vision rather than the circumstance that you're in. This is a great example of all of that. All right, my friends, that was Coach Nick Saban wrapping up the week. If you want to watch today's entire talk, you can find that thing on YouTube. It is called Nick Saban Keynote. Please follow me on Instagram at Sean Croxon. If you do have a chance, please leave a rating and or a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated. And get enrolled for my book club called The Rich Lit Society at richlitsociety.com. We are reading Your Invisible Power by Genevieve Beren. The discussion starts next Wednesday. If you miss a call you can catch the replay in your members area you are going to learn 
the laws of success. And when you apply them in your life, you have no other choice but to become a winner. I'll see you on Monday. I'm out. Have a great weekend. Peace. Thank you.